In conjunction with Deep Experience Revival Level, introduce to you God's Word with simplicity and power, which is able to save and give you eternal inheritance through God's servant, Pastigo Colopring. God bless you as you listen. So today we want to start studying that inheritance. And please take a very serious note of what God is saying to us so that your heart can be at rest. So as we journey in what our inheritance in Christ Jesus are, we start with the first one. God delivers us, forgives us our sins, and cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Now for a child of God, a thing that this one doesn't mean anything. Whenever we talk about inheritance in Christ Jesus, the first thing we think about is money. The next thing we think about is good houses. The next thing we think about is good job. The next thing we think about is good husband. The next thing we think about is all of these things, gold and silver. Once we are not talking about gold and silver, Food, wonderful edifice, know that that one you are talking is just for you. But because a child of God don't understand, hallelujah, that deliverance is one of the greatest inheritance that we have in Christ. Are you not seeing people who say they have deliverance ministry? Don't you see crowd that goes there? And you see them going from house to house talking about deliverance. But a child of God who actually came to Christ, repented of his sins, the first inheritance that Christ Jesus gives to you is deliverance. Jesus delivers you. Please write it down. It's important. He delivers us. From what? The power of the devil. Jesus delivers us from the power of the devil. Now, a child of God must know this. If a child of God will not know about this deliverance as an inheritance which he has in Christ, that child of God will be deceived. He'll be deceived. So you see so many people out there, they say they are in deliverance ministry. Ask me who they are delivering. A man who say he's delivering somebody can only be delivering somebody who has not come to Christ. The only one that needs deliverance is the one who has not come to who? To Christ. Now why is it that you are going for deliverance? If Jesus has not delivered a man from Satan, that man don't know Christ. You have not known Jesus. Go and look for who you know. It's not Jesus you know. Can somebody understand what I'm saying? The day I gave my life to Christ, that was the day my deliverance came. I never need to go to any man again for deliverance. I was in bondage of the devil. I was held bound. I was under serious oppression of the devil. I was under the chains of the devil. The day I encountered Christ, that was the day that chain loose. I never needed any deliverance again. 
But before then, I remember I went to the prophets. The work of the prophets has stayed there. I mean those prophets in all those places. You understand what I'm saying? Their works have stayed there because of what? Man has refused to go to Christ. Who gives you deliverance and you'll be free. And that deliverance he gives to us is what? An inheritance that we have in him. It's an inheritance. Number one inheritance you have in Christ is deliverance from the devil. Deliverance from the devil. Deliverance from the power of darkness. The Bible said he has translated us from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of who? Of his dear son that he loved. So if you actually encounter Christ in truth and in spirit, the first inheritance that you have in Christ is deliverance from the power of Satan, the power of darkness, the power of darkness. They are telling a child of God that he needs deliverance from where? From what? And the child of God foolishly go and say deliverance. And where they are doing the deliverance, that's where the child of God gets into trouble. What is the next deliverance? The next deliverance is forgiveness of our sins. The next deliverance is cleanses us from all unrighteousness. These are three deliverances. Whenever you come to Christ, he gives you this as the first inheritance, the first installment of the inheritance of Christ is this three. Deliverance from the power of Satan, the power of darkness, deliverance from sin, deliverance from every kind of what? Of unrighteousness. Every kind of unrighteousness we are delivered from all of them. Hallelujah. How I wish children of God will understand this. That this is an inheritance your father gave to you. Your father gave it to you whenever you come to Jesus. So those men don't like us saying things like this because it will spoil their work. They are claiming to be Jesus. There's no one who can ever deliver you more than Christ. In fact, those ones need deliverance who claim to be deliverance ministers. Even for them to say they are deliverance minister, they need deliverance. Them need deliverance. So as a child of God, if you don't know this, you become a prey in the hand of the devil. You'll be jumping up and down looking for who will deliver you. Instead of you walking into other inheritance of the saints in light, other inheritance that your father has in stock for you, check all those places they say they are doing deliverance. All the people that fall down under anointing, when they get up, ask them whether that thing that is holding them, leave them. You will discover you fell down and got up. You still carry the trouble and go. Do you know the reason? The reason is that Christ Jesus is the one that actually brings deliverance in the life of people. That whenever anybody genuinely repents of his of her sins and give his life or her life to Christ in truth and in spirit, the first thing that the person receives as an inheritance in Christ is deliverance from the devil. The first thing you receive is deliverance. Genuine deliverance from the power of darkness. Jesus gives it to you as your what? Inheritance immediately. My personal experience. They carry me to the prophet and the prophet prophesied. You know what the problem is that they confuse you with their prophecy. 
And because you don't understand that the gift and the callings of God is without what? Repentance. The gift and the callings of God is without repentance. A fornicator who has the gift can tell you what is happening in your place. Is fornicating, you know? Listen, fornicating, which one? I mean, correct fornicator. But he can still tell you what is happening. That thing is what the Bible calls the gift and the callings of God. He said they are what? Without repentance. That such a thing is manifesting in somebody's life does not make that person to be a child of God. No, 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 no. Far from the truth. Far from the truth. People with gifts, but they don't know Christ. The gift is there. We are talking about gift manifesting. They can prophesy. Listen, they will tell you as the meeting was going on, they saw something. My friend, they are telling you it is true. What they saw is true. But the solution they don't have, which is the one we call deliverance, the deliverance, they don't have the solution. The next thing they will tell you now is what you will conjure. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Bring this, bring that, bring the other one. Is a lie. It will never bring you out of that. If you finish, you still remain there. You will be there. You will be there. I'm a crying. It's only when a man comes to Christ, the first inheritance you receive from Jesus is deliverance from what? Satan. From the power of Satan. Do you remember Acts? Book of Acts, Acts 26. Acts chapter 26, verses 18. And Jesus showed us what he would do to every man that comes to him. He said he will first open the eyes of the man. Do you know what he's opening the eyes of the man for? That is the process of deliverance. When Jesus wants to deliver a man, he now shows you the process of deliverance. He will now first of all open the eyes of the man to what? To the man's true condition. He shows the man, this is your true condition. He shows the woman, this is your true condition. But for what reason? To deliver him. Then the next one he does, he will turn the man from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto God, then the person will receive forgiveness of sin. Now, forgiveness of sin is an inheritance in Christ. It's an inheritance, a very huge one. A very huge inheritance in who? In Christ. A very huge inheritance in Christ. So when God comes to you, what he does when any man repents, he gives you the first inheritance of deliverance. No matter the power of Satan that is holding the man, God gives you that as an inheritance, deliverance from that power of Satan. He gives you that as an inheritance. He pays it into your account and say, my son, my daughter, you have an inheritance now. Enjoy your freedom. Enjoy your freedom. For whatsoever is born of God overcome the world. He said, little children, you are of God and you have overcome them. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Little children, you of God. Are you understanding? You of God. So, whenever you become of God, Christ dwells in you. That becomes an inheritance for you to be free from the power of devil. From everything he's doing in your life. Every havoc he wants to cause in your life. Every havoc. I told you when I was in the world, 
a young girl of just 18 years old told me, because she was my girlfriend, she told me, you can't leave me. We are talking about the power of the devil. She said, you can't leave me. And the thing is joke. Oh, you leave now. Let me see you. Come out. If you say you get power. You go there. there. You go there. there they look at me. go to look at you. If you cry, he tell you, say, if you cry for this, pray. You pray. Until the day Jesus came. As soon as Jesus came, the power was broken. The yoke was broken. I went to prophet, prophet failed. I cried on my own, it didn't work. Until Jesus came. The first inheritance he paid into my account is freedom. From what? From that devil. Freedom came immediately. I woke up in the morning. So when the girl saw me again, he said, there's something in him now. There is something in him. <laughs> and from that day up to today, forever and ever, it can never hold you again. So it's an inheritance you cannot make light of. If you say you are a child of God, you are still under the bondage of the devil. Hey, let me tell you something. Go back to Christ. You are not sure of who you are. You are not sure. Mm -mm, you are not sure. Now, you must know that. When you come to Christ, you don't need to go anywhere again for deliverance. You don't need to go anywhere again to any man again. If actually you have come to Jesus, you have received your deliverance from the power of Satan, from the power of darkness. You have received your deliverance from sin. You have received your deliverance from every form of unrighteousness. You are free from sin. You are free from Satan. You are free from every form of unrighteousness. Every oppression of the devil. Whatever temptation or trouble the devil brought to you as a child of God, when you know that actually you have overcome them. The day you gave your life to Christ was the day you overcame. You overcame all of them. If you are the devil, he said, I know. But since she don't know, or he don't know, let's afflict him. And because he knows that you don't know, and that's why you are moving from pillar to pole. You go to prophet, a prophesy. You go to this one, he will say deliverance, tomorrow come. You go to that one, he will say, we'll do this for you. The devil will say, okay, you see, he don't know. Tie him more. Tie him more. Tie him more. But any day a child of God knows that I have this inheritance in Christ, it's an inheritance your father gave to you in Christ Jesus. Deliverance from Satan, deliverance from sin, deliverance from the power of darkness, deliverance from everything you can think of that the devil is doing. Deliverance from uncleanness of any kind. Even if you see yourself as a child of God, you see a woman, you will always see yourself pursuing the woman in your heart. It's because you don't know. He has delivered you from that. Know it and take your stand and tell the devil it's not me. You will mess up like that. I have been delivered from all this nonsense. Delivered from uncleanness. Delivered from unrighteousness. Delivered from your power, Satan. Will he leave you? He will leave you. He will leave you quick, quick. It is your right in Christ, an inheritance that your father paid into your account. An inheritance your father paid into your account. Are we saying amen? You forgive your sins. The next one, the devil come to torment you that your sins has not been forgiven. So he comes to torment you as a child of God and say, how can he forgive such sin? 
that you are committing. Such sin, you've committed sins. Even when a child of God has repented of the sin, he has confessed the sins, he has repented of sin, you still see the devil accusing him. If you want to pray, he say, how can God hear your prayer? Even if he summon the courage and pray, he won't pray with faith because he never believed that the prayer will be answered. So even when you manage to summon courage and pray, you just pray it as a religious person because as you're getting up, you are not expecting an answer to that prayer. You're not expecting one single answer. So God wanted to know that this is an inheritance which you have in Christ. God delivers us. He forgives us of our sins and cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Romans chapter 4 verse 7 to 8. It's a saying, blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Hallelujah. They are blessed. Those people are blessed. Those people are blessed. So you must see yourself as a blessed child. When you come to Christ, your sins are forgiven. Our iniquities are what? Are covered. He covers every sin. Our iniquities are what? Are covered. We are not talking about iniquity that you didn't confess. We are not talking about the sin that you did not forsake. Not the sin that you are enjoying. Not the sin that you are still living in. That's not what we are talking about. We are talking about when a man comes to Christ and asks God for forgiveness, God forgives the person, are you understanding? And the person forsake the what? The sin. It's no more committing the sin. Not the one you will commit. You say, which day is the day of resuscitation? You go and do resuscitation. You go and confess. Are you understanding what I'm saying? You still return back to the sin again. Not the one you see many churches preaching today. Are you hearing what I'm saying now? Huh? They say do confession. If you finish confession. The boyfriend that is fornicating with his stay there. So he said the sin has increased. Let's do confession so that it can reduce. So some of us take confession of sin as a means of reducing our sin and to make God not to be too much angry over us. Are you understanding? So that we can continue with the sin. So many of us think that confession of sin is to reduce the volume of the sin. At least if somebody is stealing, is lying, is cheating, maybe he has committed abortion one time or the other, and also is backbiting, and he now go to God and now say, Lord, I steal, I cheat. He's reducing it now. Now, when he got to fornication, I fornicate small, small. Not too much. So small, 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 small. You know, this week, I did it only once. I want to reduce it. Lord, don't be too much angry with me. I am still in the flesh. You know, flesh, flesh is troubling us. That's not what we are talking about, though. We are talking about people who have actually repented of what? Their sins. With a penitent heart. And then forsake what? And then do what? Forsake the sin. They have said sin. We don't need you anymore. God said those ones are blessed. He said blessed is the man. To whom the Lord will not do what? Impute sin. So God will not impute sin against them again because of what? They have confessed their sins. They have forsaken their what? Their sins. That man, God puts it as an inheritance 
forgiveness of sin, no matter the gravity of his word, of his sin. No matter the level of his word, of his sin. God has forgiven that sin completely and cleansed the man from every kind of unrighteousness. It is an inheritance that we have in Christ. The world cannot understand that. They can never understand it. Are we saying amen? So as a child of God, you must know it. And that is our confidence. If you let the devil break that confidence and they are kissing you every day, you want to kneel down and pray, it will remind you of not even you again that is fornicating. The one that fornicated in 2010. Are you understanding? Or even in 2020. You understand what I'm saying? Who has repented? It will start reminding you of that. And make you not to do what? Be confident to go to your father in prayer and receive other inheritance. Because why he's doing that is to block the flow of the father's inheritance to you. If you don't understand it, I'm telling you the truth, you won't receive anything from God. In fact, if you stay in a house where you are under such oppression of the devil, your child might be dying. If you want to go and pray, it will tell you, you praying for this person, you sinner. You might be there, the child will die. Because even when you want to pray, you can't pray with confidence. You can't pray with boldness. You can't even have mouth to give him order and say, go. It's happening every day, even in the body of Christ. Because we don't understand that it is our inheritance in hope. In Christ Jesus, forgiveness of sins is an inheritance. God cleansing us from every form of unrighteousness is an inheritance in Christ. So when you come to Christ, know that. Deliverance from the power of darkness, know that. So far as you have come, you are no more living in sin. Do we say amen? Now look at other scriptures again. Hebrews chapter 8 verse 12. 4 John chapter 1 verse 9. Matthew chapter 1 verse 21. It says, name shall be called Jesus. For he will save his people from their sin. He will save his people from their sin. Are we saying amen? For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquities. Will I remember no more? He will not remember your iniquities. He will not remember it anymore. It's an inheritance that we have in who? In Christ Jesus. It's an inheritance. Know that. Know this truth. It's an inheritance you have in Christ. So far as you have confessed your sins and asked the Lord to forgive you of every unrighteousness and never return back there again, you have that inheritance. He will never remember your sins anymore. Not remember your sins anymore. 4 John chapter 1 verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all what? Unrighteousness. From all unrighteousness. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So don't tell yourself that is the one he can cleanse. You are not God. Don't start judging yourself that is the one God cannot cleanse. There is the one he can cleanse. This one I've committed is too much. It's too much. You don't even understand what I'm saying. What are we not understanding? The one that forgive the sin said every word unrighteousness. Any kind of unrighteousness. From all unrighteousness. All unrighteousness. That's the mystery in Christ. 
as a mystery in Christ. That's why we are telling people to come. The hopeless come to Christ. Those ones that have been condemned come to Christ. He will forgive. Every unrighteousness is an inheritance that you have in Christ Jesus. Don't let any devil collect it from you. Are we saying amen? Do you know why most people don't come to Christ again? They'll continue in sin. They'll say, now if I go back, my sin is too much. It's a lie. It's a lie. No matter the sin, come back to him. There is a place for you. Galatians 3 verse 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 56, 57. Galatians 3 13. Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law. Be made a cause for us, for it is written, Cause is everyone that hangeth on a tree. So, sin is what that brought cause. Is it not true? Now, Christ's death on the cross redeemed us from the cause. Those causes. So, when you hear breaking causes, don't go there if you are a child of God. Don't mind them. Are you hearing me? Did you hear what I'm saying? Because it was sin that brought the cause. Sin was what that brought the whole causes. Now we have seen we have an inheritance. When you came to Christ, God forgive all our what? Unrighteousness. Christ redeemed us from those causes. Are you understanding what I'm saying? By himself becoming what? A cause for us. If Jesus became a cause for you and you are still cause. Ah, this is double cheating now. Devil is cheating us. Is it not double cheating? He cursed Jesus for our sake. He still come back again and be cursing you again. Don't you see that's a problem? Is it not double tragedy? That means I was cursed because of my sins. Then because of that, I was supposed to die. I'm suffering. Now Jesus said, take me. I now stand in that place. Are you understanding? Now Jesus was still killed, crucified, humiliated, oppressed. Now the devil still turn back again and still hold you again. Is it true? It's not true now. It can't be. So when you know it, if the devil come to tell you, or if you use even pastor or your bishop to tell you there's a curse on your life, what do you tell him? Minus me. Pastor, minus me. All the people breaking causes of life, bring, go to your house, bring sand, bring anything. I am not included. Redeemed by the Lord. Not included in the cause. He has forgiven all my sins. I am now blessed child. Are you understanding what I'm saying? I am now a blessed child. You remember this scripture again? You know he has not finished. Go to 14 of it. 14 of it will make it more clearer. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So at that point, there's a, a transfer of the blessing. Abrahamic blessing. I am dangerously blessed. Danger. Danger blessing I'm carrying. I knew these things a very long time. I walk in the consciousness of it. I have never seen failure around me. That's why I'm rejoicing every day. Do you know why I rejoice every day? I rejoice every day because there are certain knowledge of Christ that I caught early enough. I caught it early enough. I sealed it in my heart. I am above cursing. I am above cursing. The more you curse me, I'm getting more blessed. 
In fact, conscience is a manual for a child of God. Conscience is a manual. If you say, I curse you, ah, you have increased the level of blessing. I will thank you. First Corinthians chapter 15, well, 56 to 57, then Matthew eleven twenty-eight. Now, it's important we understand these things we are discussing because that's what makes you tick. That is a foundation to build on. I'm telling you the truth. Listen, now, for example, if you see demon now operating in somebody's life, listen to me, listen. If you see a demon now manifesting in somebody's life, do you know the first thing that will happen to you? The first thing that will happen to you is that the devil will first come to you and tell you don't go there. If you go there, you will have a problem. That's why you see many children go, when they see demon, they will say, ah, nah, they are why God said I have given you power to do what? To cast that demon out. I have given you power as a child of God. Do what? Cast the demon out. Do you know what they'll be struggling with? They'll be struggling with their sins. That's the sin they committed in 2002. Devil will quickly remind him of that. Are you the one who told you God has forgiven you of that sin? You know how huge and how big the sin is. You know. Be careful. Just don't go there. Go to your house and rest. And you see that child of God starts saying, um, uh, my sister, I'll see you later. I'll see you later. I'll see you later. Honor. But you won't understand what was happening in his heart. That it was the enemy that came. And it was wrestling with him in his heart. One weapon that the devil always used as the children of God is to remind you of your past. But if you as a child of God don't know that God had already paid it to you as an inheritance, you will not be bold to confront the devil. You can never. You can never be bold to confront him. You can never ever take your inheritance. You can never take it. You can never take it. You can never take it. Because you need that confidence. Am I? I'm a child of God. If you want to remind you of those things, say, no, he has forgiven me of every word on righteousness. I am sure of that. And watch when you step out in that confidence. But make sure you're not living in sin. If you go there, you're living in sin. Ha! You know what he will do to you? He will blow you into pieces. Because what gives the devil the power is sin. Are you understanding what I'm saying? To deal with anybody. Any sin that has not been repented of, the devil holds it as a weapon against a child of God. But whenever we repent and confess those sins, God do what? He forgives us. He said the sting of death is what is sin and the strength of sin is what? Is the law. 57. But thanks be to God which giveth of the victory through our Lord who? Our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So through Christ Jesus we have the victory. When sin came, death do what? Him. But when Christ Jesus died, what happened? Both the law that said, any soul that sinner shall do what? Was lifted over us. Mercy came. Mercy came. That we can still be bold again. And still look at the devil, the one that used to be fornicator before, but now he's bold again. The one that used to be an adulterer before, but now he's bold again. He can stand because Christ has forgiven every of his sins and they can look at the devil eyeball to eyeball and say now in the name of Jesus, out. 
And the devil will say, I'm sorry, I didn't know you understand the game. So we must see that as an inheritance and seize it and not allow the devil to collect it from us. If you don't see this, honestly speaking, so many things you have asked God, halfway you stop because the devil came and started telling you, this thing you are asking is not your right to get it. After all, you are a sinner. <laughs> In all of us are sinners. How many of us used to pray that prayer? Every morning, you must remember, God, every sin we have committed, the one we know, the one we don't know, please forgive us. There's no day your prayer will ever finish without you saying, let's pray for forgiveness of sin. How can a child of God, every morning, if you wake up, you condemn yourself, devil will tell you, you have not asked God for forgiveness of sin. Please, every morning, if you are asking God for forgiveness of sin, go and repent. Go and repent. Repent and cut out of that sin. Please, if somebody come now and say, you are a thief. You are a thief. Because if you didn't steal anything, what would you tell the person? I'm not a thief. If you want to put it on you that you are a thief, what would you tell him? When did I steal your thing? How did I steal it? Can you show me evidence? Now, there's no evidence that you committed sin. You didn't do anything. Because, can you imagine? Please, I want to ask you a question. If the devil attacked that person, would the person be free? Is somebody understanding what I'm saying here? So, any day I did not commit any sin, I know I didn't commit sin. Now, if you commit sin, wouldn't you know? In fact, let me tell you the truth. As a child of God, if you commit sin here, ask him, Father, please forgive me. With a penitent heart, he said, a broken and a contrite spirit, God will not do what? Despise. Now, if you commit a sin here, and you realize it, and your heart was broken immediately, and you say, Lord, ah, sorry, I didn't know. Oh, God, I've committed this sin again. Maybe in a wokoku, a shikanyo fashion, pam! Any child of God knows, once a lie, pam! There's a satellite that comes immediately. The red light will begin to do, pam, pam, Asia. You know? If you're a child of God, if you exaggerate story, he will tell you immediately. It doesn't waste time, oh. Do you know why he's telling you? He wants you to repent right there and what? And then. Some of us have even teach ourselves that prayer is not complete until you ask for forgiveness of which sin did you commit sin? Which sin did you commit? Check. If there's no one, then get up and praise your God. Thank Jesus. Are you understanding? Who is standing there for you? Thank God who stands there for you. Make sure you don't commit sin and sleep with it. Is somebody saying amen? So it is a blessing to be forgiven by God. It brings peace, joy, assurance to the heart. It makes us to stand righteous before God. Whereas sin brings disgrace and reproach and makes a man fearful. Righteousness exalts and makes a man bold as a lion. It is a blessing, a glorious inheritance in Christ Jesus. Not only are we forgiven, but we are actually delivered from sin and its consequences. Christ did it all for us. No other person but Christ did it all for us. So I want to do justice to this. Do you know why I want to do justice to this? I know this has been dealing with us. Don't wake up and start praying for sin. God, people, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. 
Do you know at times if you have challenge in our lives, we immediately devil will come and say, Oga Bukwan Omar and Jimbe. Your Pachineke from Barao. Oga Bukwimeriki Hajimeko. Your Pachineke. Some of us, if we have a little delay in our lives, we'll go back and pray. Hachineke, Bikobar, Adam Biko, Nunjani, Nemerbar, Bikobar, Zenemuncha. Which in job? Even God will be asking you, which sin, which one? Which one did you commit? You can't even mention the sin. The next thing the devil will tell you, okay, I'm going to in 2002. Check in 2003. What of 2015? And before you know, you are chained by the devil. You can't pray a prayer that God will ever answer. You can't pray any prayer that God will answer. So, when we ever live that way, you will see our peace will flow like what? Like a river. The joy of the Lord. Ah, have you not experienced it? When the Lord forgives your sin. Aye. The joy is too deep. It flows like a river. The peace that you enjoy is so deep. It's an inheritance that the world can never have. They can't give it to us. They don't have it. But our Father in heaven knows that that one is very important. Do you know people have killed themselves by condemning themselves? They can't forgive themselves. They cannot forgive themselves. They committed sin. They said, No, I can't forgive myself. He preached here, preached here. On the back, hey, get it, get it, get it. Hey, get it, get I said, But that is why Christ came. He died for you. Hey, I'm a man of Jesus. I'm a man of John Cabribu. So you must learn that. It's an inheritance that God has given to you. And he's saying to us, don't go back there. He has forgiven. No matter the gravity, I will say amen. Finally, come unto me, all lead that labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Come unto me, all of you that labor. That scripture, before I thought it was only unbelievers, it was inviting. I thought it was only unbelievers. Now I discover he's inviting believers too. Believers too. So even when the believer that is walking with Christ suddenly found himself in sin, Jesus still said, do what? Come. You that have the burden of sin, come back. I'll do what? I will forgive you. I'll give you rest. From that burden of sin, I'll forgive you. I'll give you rest. But what he's saying, don't go back there. Don't go back there. Don't do the kind one that the man went to the reverend and said, Reverend, why I came is just for me to confess. They say, what are you confessing for? What sin did you commit? He said, no, I'm confessing for the sin that I'm going to commit in the village. He said, because I know I must commit the sin. Let me confess it in advance because there's nothing that will make me not to commit it. So what are people doing with that kind of doctrine of men? Because it's the doctrine of men. It's not the doctrine. You gave them the opportunity to come and do what? And do confession that they are not ready to do what? To forsake. Do you understand what I'm saying? Confessing of a sin that you are not ready to do what? To forsake. So how can you confess for a sin that you are going to commit? Because you believe that confession of sin is just a joke. But when you see that confession of sin is when you are ready to forsake the sin. Did you understand? If you are not ready to forsake sin, don't confess it. Keep it to yourself. 
enjoy it. Then the day you are ready to say no, I will not live like this again. Confess the sins. Forsake it. What will you receive? You receive mercy. And the blessing will flow. So I always tell people, I say, any sin I'm committing that I'm not ready to forsake, me going to confess it is only trying to tell God, God, let me just be joking with you. You know, you are not wise. You're not wise, you know. You know, you are not wise. The sin has just grown. To the, it's about getting to my neck. I want to reduce it. That is the one you see some men, they will say, they have like 10 girls. One in Kanu, one in Kaduna, one in Enugu, one in Onicha. All the states where he goes to, he keep one, 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 one. Then he now hear the gospel. He decided to reduce all of them to two. He will now tell God, he said, You see, Lord, I was a chronic fornicator, but now I'm a very mild one. Very simple one. They were ten before, but they are just two now. Thank you, Jesus. Then if you come again, pastor will say, every fornicator. He said, oh, the way pastor preached today touched my heart so badly. I just decided to reduce it to one. Then if pastor give him praise, pastor will say, you will not test before you know, I say, I'm bad, pastor, okay, say me. He will not test. Pastor, so you see the kind of things we are saying today are you understanding what I'm saying it's important we understand it if it's the people that are drinking beer pastor, this pastor the way he talked today was really wonderful I'm beginning to rethink I'm beginning to rethink I'm beginning to rethink I'm beginning to rethink two bottles just two bottles but this is okay. Do you know what pains me most? Listen, I want you people to know this truth. There are so many, so many religious churches that are causing trouble. You can imagine when you see your reverend or your pastor drinking beer. What does that mean? It's a justification. Is it not true? Jesus do you understand what I'm saying? Now, it is our responsibility to know this. As God has forgiven us, we must also forgive others. That's why God keeps saying, you must forgive. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Because he has given you an inheritance of forgiveness. When you always remember what he forgave you from, and somebody will say, I have not even touched any man. No man has touched me. What we are talking about is more than what you are talking about. What we mean is that you were born a sinner. Everybody that came here on earth, we are all born what? A sinner. I was asking them, I said, whoever in this world have you seen, he gave birth to a child as they are growing he will call the children and say, this is how to fornicate. Yeah? Have you ever heard that? But because it's in the nature that we inherited, that was the way we are being given back to. Are you understanding what I'm saying? As they are growing, they are growing 
like that. That's why Jesus said, you must be born. You must be born. You must be born. And one minister said, any day they give birth to a child, as people are jumping up, they have given birth to a child. You know that thing you call child education? Do you know what heaven is saying? As you are dancing, doing those things, heaven is doing like this. If it's why, the heaven will say, she must be born. She must be born. She must be born. Do you know the people I celebrate their birthday? They're born again. You see other people that are not born again. You are celebrating old man. You are celebrating old man. Very skillful in sin. If I were you, what I'll be celebrating is my birthday of the day I became born again. That's the main birthday to celebrate. Listen, if you can remember the day you were born again, that is the day that the heaven will be celebrating with you. Because that nature was terminated that day on the cross. That old nature, old nature, very skillful in sin. Talk to God. Say, Lord, help me. Lord Jesus, help me. Can we pray? This is my inheritance in Christ. I have been delivered from the power of darkness. I have been delivered from sin. I have been delivered from Satan. Clings from every form of unrighteousness. It is true. Live in the consciousness of this truth. We have been cleansed from every form of unrighteousness. If actually you are in Christ Jesus. That you are not just a religious person. You have been delivered. From the power of darkness. From the power of Satan. You have been forgiven. Of every kind of sin. You are cleansed. From all unrighteousness. You are a child of God. It is a huge inheritance that we have in Christ. Don't throw it away to the world. That gives you confidence. That is where you build your confidence from. Every other inheritance that you have in Christ is based on that. You begin to take it from there. Begin to take it from there. If sickness comes, you can stand and challenge the sickness. If the devil wants to tell you you are not a child of God, tell him no. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. My body is the temple of God and the dwelling place of the Holy Ghost. Anyone that defies this temple of God, my father said, I will destroy. I stand today, Satan, in the name of Jesus. You have come to defile my body. I speak against you. Listen, before you finish the prayer, heat will come. I tell you, heat will come. You are praying it with confidence and with boldness. Now in the name of Jesus. Can you pray today? That is your confidence. Can your confidence return today? Whether you have committed sin, no matter the sin. No matter the sin. No matter the sin. Say, Father, forgive me. I repent. I will not commit this sin again. I make up my mind today never to commit it again. I will never go back to sin. So that my confidence can be there. I can speak to the devil, he will hear me. I can tell the devil, now, off, he will hear. If you want to accuse you, tell him, shut up. He has forgiven me from all my sins. I am blessed of the Father. I am a child of God. For greater is he that is in me, than you devil that is speaking up. Shut up in the name of Jesus. You will see he will shut up. 
is your inheritance in Christ. Don't be afraid. If you go to God in prayer, once there's no sin, don't keep praying. The one I know, the one I don't know. No. If you commit sin, you know. If there's the one you don't know, then forget about it. Lord, thank you. We give all the glory to you. We appreciate you from the depth of our heart. I know you are blessed by the message you just received. We encourage you to join our Open Heaven meetings, connecting to God's help every first of the month, 5 p.m. Deep Experience with Jesus every Saturday, 5 p.m. And our life-transforming seminars for all in Sports Circle at Suite E23, C2C Plaza, Mpokiti Road, Enugu, Nigeria. Visit our Facebook page, Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry, Instagram at Savior T Sports, Twitter at Savior Total, WhatsApp number 090 Email Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry at gmail.com. You are blessed. Angel.